Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome to a new season of Another Pod. Do not relent. It's a new year. It's a new us. We are the confirmed, self-proclaimed, number two WoW podcast in the world. I'm Sidewhistle. I am Immunization, and I just want to welcome you all to season five, five, five of Do Not Relent. Season five, staying alive, at least for the moment. It's me, Aaron, Fire Magic Extraordinaire and Horde Punching Bag. And you may be wondering, what's going to change in this bright new season? Uh, probably nothing. Nah, just knowing that we're the best number two podcast in the world. Wow, podcast. So we're number two. Who do we put at number one? Josh and the Amiiboys? boys. It's, it's got to be starting. No, starting zone. The starting zone has has the Wow Universe by the balls. There's there's no shake in that one. But you know we got the number two slot. Ain't nobody above us. I mean, I feel like starting zone is in a rough place though, because sure they are the number one. Wow, podcast. But their name also does rhyme with the farting zone. So <laughs> take that, maybe? Damn, I'm calling Jason right now. I'm going to tell him What are you going to call us? PNR? That's not as funny. Because you'd have to spell it out for people to do- see that it's P-E-E. But farting zone? People know what that's about. Well, Aaron, Aaron, we need to tread lightly here because um, we've been very, very careful and methodical in booking our feuds. That's why we are currently undefeated in our feuds, and I kind of want to keep it that way. That's true. I don't know what a feud loss would do to this program. We know our place. It's number two for now. <laughs> Give us a couple of years, buddy. I'm, I'm posing right now like a big muscle man. You can't see it, but you can feel the energy. I'm pointing to the giant number one podcast sign um, of World of Warcraft, and I'll be like, watch out for us in season 55 when that will be ours. <laughs> The other hosts have a couple of years on us. When they go, we claim number one spot by Manifest Destiny. I guess let's talk about raid. I mean, we did it. We 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 cleared normal with with the homies, the crew. Woo, Actually, woo. it's just funny. So we have two raid teams. We've had two raid teams for a, a little bit now. Usually, the other raid team is like leagues ahead of us, but because of scheduling issues, they only have thirteen people in their raid. Meanwhile, we have what fucking. 30 we had 27 at one point on tuesday show up yeah and historically um we've been like kind of the b team but because yeah as slide said the other cat uh, team changed their time so drastically that like people who are like actually on server time are like i can't fucking raid at 3 p.m on tuesday so they're like uh well, i guess they're coming to our team so now we have like almost too many people on our team but yes we got razageth down and i want to say we, it only took us two tries once we got to the final phase. And that was just the tanks figuring out that they needed to properly absorb that last mechanic. Yeah, the the kill. Almost no one died. And the people who did, it was through various shenanigans. That fight is crazy. Okay, so I, cool. I'm comparing it to the Savannah's fight, which does not feel like a fair comparison at all. All. Yeah, um, does and- will will Razagath get extra things? People kept saying it's the Sylvanas fight. Like, oh, we're gonna have to keep moving. I guess we de- technically do occupy four different platforms, but it doesn't feel like the same thing compared to like Sylvanas, where you were actually moving your character, like doing platforming. 
Yeah, I think the main comparisons between them are, well, first off, it's the end of a tier boss. It's end tier. It's the last boss. Um, it's long. Um, what was Our kill was long enough to do two heroes. It was like 12 minutes? And a bow that you're not going to get. <laughs> oh, I'll get to that later, but um, yeah. And also, yeah, the multiple platforms, although, like, it's quicker. We don't have to be teleported. There's not RP, too much RP. We don't have to, like, cross, like, the Sahara Desert and go to the Arctic across some ice bridges and possibly fall off into the abyss of nothingness on our way to the second platform. No, Razgat just blows us over there, which is kind of hot. It's visually a really fucking cool fight. Like, she is shooting lightning past your face, burning your whiskers off. It's also, it, it, it doesn't feel like it's a 12 minute fight like it it feels a little long obviously but i was like wow i mean i guess maybe i'm saying this now (laughs) i'm sure when we're when we're in heroic i'll be saying fuck this fight it's too fucking long but also to be fair though normal sylvanas kicked our ass though for a Mm. lot longer than this did and normal sylvanas felt awful for longer than this did i feel like the pacing here is different it's better for that long of a fight it keeps things interesting. We got to split into two groups to go to different platforms. And what I thought was really cool is, like, during the different phases when we're on different platforms and we're, like, fighting Rezagast's, like, uh, stormy, windy minions, she still is flying above us. And she's like, ha, my minions will take care of you, but I'll just swoop above you and, like, deep breath over the entire raid, which is cool. Also, I had a thought while I was fighting her. Does she kind of sound like a QAnon person? The storm is rising. It is very unfortunate (laughs) that, yes, as a literal wind, lightning, elemental dragon guy, uh, she has to utilize the phrase, the storm is coming often, which is a huge QAnon dog whistle. The lightning will creep through the election polls. Razzik, no. (laughs) You meddlers will all be sent to Guantanamo. And the secret police will punch your toes like you're a Yakuza. I will stop my own party from electing a proper speaker of the house. <laughs> I will I will continue opening up these vaults until fucking <laughs> what's his face? Kevin McCarthy gets enough votes. And then she's just opening thing after that. It's like, really? I didn't know he was that unpopular. <laughs> fucking also that, that, that's a whole other mess of its own. It's insane. The world's crazy right now. But another really big thing that I like during this fight, I don't know if you guys noticed it too, like in the final, like, I think throughout the entire thing, like, as we go from phase to phase, like, the room itself gets darker and, like, there's more lightning swarming above us. The lightning itself becomes more consecrated and, like, darker and scarier. I didn't notice it until we got to part three when she kicks you back to the original platform. But yeah, it's like there's like lightning and clouds like swirling around you. You're almost in like the eye of the storm. And it's a mechanic that the the eye keeps getting smaller and smaller, collapsing in on her. And it's like, oh, there's not a lot of room to go. Razageth confirmed for Fortnite. Finally. <laughs> getting the number one victory royale. <laughs> Razageth, you know Razageth would be one of those auto builders where you just hit her once. And it's all of a sudden it's like... She's making a thing up into the sky. She makes like four giant platforms around the map. <laughs> I mapped all my buttons to be built. I've just been collecting wood all expansion. Cool fight though. Big fan, big fan. And like, again, we, we wouldn't have that. We, this would have normally caused a guild like ours to have a much bigger problems. And even the people that like would normally pop over and die 
didn't flop over and die as much as I normally do. We did have a couple of problems here and there, getting there. But, like, I think on the kill, everyone survived phase one. It Maybe phase two? I think we may have lost Nuss a yes. little early there. No, but I, I think... think- I, if I remember correctly, everyone was good until we had to get blown into the original platform for phase three. I swear, even even the heavy hitters, the guys who always trip over their feet, managed to make it all the way to the end. It feels like it was just made for a drag theory stuff. I, I was picking up Cass by her, by, by, like, underneath her arms with, with my rescue, and I was flying her across the map. And I'm like, I hope she's not getting like too dizzy from this. Because like, she's uh, a little speaking, older. So. Speaking of which, when you would pick people up, was that to like, oh, I'm going to help you out? Or like to be a little Goofenheimer? <laughs> no, that sometimes... was to move them farther because warlocks okay. don't have, they can't move very far. I'm like, I'm, I'm I'm moving them closer to the portal and I'm also moving myself closer to the portal. I, I don't know if I was just randomly selected then because you'd move me a couple times and I'd be like, slide whistle. Thank you. But this is a little disorienting and less distance than I can do in a shimmer. Well, you were in the lightning and you weren't shimmering, so I was moving you out of the lightning and myself out of the lightning. The wind was still going. No, the first time, the first time that happened, that was a, that I didn't know that was going to happen because it blew us back into it. At the after, I I did it last night, and the lightning, you I put you in safety. You were in nice areas. Well, okay, and I know I can still keep channeling, but it threw me off for a second. I was like. <laughs> He's trying to goof me. <laughs> this is no time for goofs. There's no goofs during raid. I only goof when it's time to wipe and Persephone's trying to feign death and I fly her off the edge of the platform. <laughs> Which is kind of ridiculous that you can evoke or rescue someone off the platform. <laughs> We're all gonna die. <laughs> Just kill us both. Doesn't that, that I was like, yeah, that kills you too, right? Because yeah. you plop down where you rescued them too. I cannot survive that fall. <laughs> I can make it slower though. I could had my little wings pop out and pray to my god before I die. So then after we killed the Razzigath, we just casually went in. Oh, wait, actually, hang on. Before we talk about that, don't forget. Don't forget, listeners of this podcast, you, the fans. Uh, when you kill Razzigath, you get a quest, you turn it in, and they give you a primal infusion for crafting stuff. Uh, everybody in our raid now has has the ability to craft a piece at 405 eye level if you can get the proc high enough. But it's awesome. Use that shit. Boy, oh boy. Gotta make my trinket. Gotta make my philosopher's stone. Mark four. And then after that, we casually went in. We have, like, what? Like, maybe, like, 15 minutes left, and we did heroic Arinog, and we absolutely smashed the dirt, so. Which is good, because with the RP of the dragon flying over, killing all the adds before uh, Eggnog, like, we basically only had time for one pull, and that's all we needed. It was, like, super clean. I don't think anyone died. It was really easy first boss on heroic. I don't even know what that guy does. Like, people were like, oh, it's his pillars, but he makes the same pillars that he always makes, and then they didn't explode or collapse or anything, so I was like... Legitimately, okay. I don't think it's any different than normal. <laughs> okay, he just he's just a bigger hit sponge. Yeah, he doesn't add anything. I don't think Taros adds anything either, just damage. Council adds... Does Council add anything? Maybe more? I think I don't think Council does either. I am fairly certain Senarth doesn't either. <laughs> yeah, the first four are just basically just harder damage checks, harder hit harder and higher DPS checks, but I think we'll be fine by this point. We had just enough time to go in there. People are going to get stuff in their in their vaults. But now let's talk about loot again. We talked about loot last week and how much we wanted personal loot back. And before that we but before this whole raid started, we had a quick officer chat that was 
do we want to do loot council? And everybody was like, fuck no, we don't want to do loot council. That shit was a nightmare last time because someone tried to trade her booby picks for loot. <laughs> so we were like, we're not doing loot council. We're going to do the same old rules we always do. But I think we forgot to like go formally through what the loot rules were going to be and how they were going to work because <laughs> chaos ensued. In everyone's defense, I feel like our longest standing rule throughout our era of personal loot or even group loot of any kind, it's basically always been that if given an opportunity to like roll off a piece or trade a piece, it is the preference of it to go to a main before an alt. That's like really the only long standing rule we have. Which is unfortunate because this early on, I feel like there's a lot of experimentation which leads to a lot of people swearing up and down that they'll be this guy. And then they show up next week and it's like, oops, actually, I meant this guy. Yeah. And and I think part of the problem is, is that an invisible rule, the number zero rule is basically don't be an ass. Share loot if you're getting too many. I mean, you know, like there's no reason to hoard it like a dragon. Maybe spread some of it around. Don't roll on everything. Like I definitely have passed on some rolls where I'm like, It'll be a minor upgrade. People on this, we have, we have, we have a pretty honestly, we have kind of a low eye level. Like, um, some people are like pretty low eye level compared to other people. So I'm like, I'll let some people roll for it, and get a chance, but I, <laughs> didn't happen this week. Well, also, I want to preface all this by saying as well, the current loot system sucks ass. I mean, there's our aforementioned on this podcast, I believe it has to be a bug. It absolutely has to be a bug. We are not the only raid that experiences this. I've heard other people say this too. That like, if there's two tier pieces. And, like, somebody rolls need on both, and they win it, they get both. It happens every single fucking time for some reason. And, like, I, I always check, like, the loot logs to see, and most of the times it goes, like, it's, it's uh, there's multiple people rolling for it. It's not uncontested. So it's, it's really bizarre. They gotta look into that. I mean, it could just be crazy rare luck that we're seeing this, because it is all a coin flip, basically. Yeah, but I've seen it in several raids at this point, just several times over the course of, like, a month and a half or whatever. But anyways... Also, the fact that it just feels really, really bad when, like, we have weeks where I feel like only Hunter, Mage, Druid tier has dropped, and then, like, most of the other people in <laughs> in the raid don't don't get to roll on anything, and then, like, we get, like, uh, all these tier. Yeah, um, I, I think I was, I, we were talking about this in, in the Discord, there's, I think, Rogue, Warrior, Evoker, and Monk all share a tier, and we have... 10 to 12 people in our raid group that are those. I don't think we saw a single tier token drop for any, any of that that whole like loot system. For like that, I haven't rolled on anything. But really, it's kind of been crazy. And then on the other hand, like the the tier that like Aaron and I are a part of, like it it up until this week it had just been you, me, someone, and Myth. And now Myth is like no longer going on his druid he's going to be on an evoker so then it was just like us and someone um and all of us had ours and then like persephone brought her hunter this week so uh, very obviously because we've all been lucky with our tier besides the one aaron just like missed like none of us needed any of the tiers i didn't miss it it's they what happens was she got so spoilers everyone persephone walked away with like 80 80 million things 12 pieces of loot and the rest dragon form for her dragon mount yes and dragon form in a span of six hours two three hour sessions but i need to defend myself that one was she got two pieces of tear 
And I was like, okay, she'll put it up for roll. And then she was just like, ha ha, gonna give it to someone. And I didn't want to be like, no, the fuck you're not. So I guess that's, that's on me for not being assertive, insertive. But I was just like, I mean, I'll roll if you offer it for roll, but she never did. So I was like, okay. Well, I'm pretty sure, like, in the chat or in comments at some point, they were like, is anyone any, anyone rolling for this? Okay, here's, what happened was, uh, I believe someone said, nobody else rolled for it, so I'll take it, is what he said. But but nobody knew about the slash loot logs. Because if, if, if you type slash loot, you can see exactly all the rolls, who rolled for what, who passed, who greeted, and what the numbers were at the end of it. So I'm always looking at those. But I didn't realize other people didn't know about this until the next day. So then I was like, oh, well, Aaron Aaron could roll for it. But then it was too late. It was it passed by then. Yeah, so there, there are several circumstances like this where I believe that was the only time when, like, you actually would have needed mm-hmm. it. I don't even know that someone needed it. But anyways, um, but then, like, there were, she got, like, three or four set. But, like, for, like, the other three of them, none of us, I don't think, actually needed it. Yeah. And then she got a cro- she got a crossbow on the first boss, which I was the only other person that could have rolled for. I think it dropped twice, like it like it usually does. Yeah, like, it, it does not me. help. In in the twelve that were acquired, I do believe like four or five were items that were hunter only, and there's only two of them, or that people already had. But she should not be getting all of those things to begin with, let alone then the six or seven actual like things that people needed. Yeah, so she got a, she, she had a handful of uncontested rolls, and then but then she got like a lot of rolls that other people could have used, and our half of our guild group does not do any other content, honestly. Like 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 a lot of them raid log, which is fine. Like we've always been like this. Like we always get through this shit. But like a lot of them raid log, um, and so th- this is how they get loot. So either it's not dropping, or they're <laughs> for somebody's taking it all. <laughs> and then so on Tuesday she was like. I feel bad because, like, I sh- maybe I-, I shouldn't roll for this because I don't want to win it. Girl, you can trade it if you win it. You don't have to keep it if you win it. You can still give it to people. You don't have to hang on to it. It's not a binding contract. <laughs> right? So that happened on the first night. And then on the second night, the Razgath bro drops. And I'm just like, okay, well, also, to preface this, before, like, in the first night when she ate up all that loot, this was distinctly just an alt. She had said that she wasn't really vibing with her evoker, but she never said that the hunter was going to be her new main. This is it's this is really funny because this is actually my fault. Because we had Gideon join us, who's a person who came, who joined us from the Guild Finder. Also, note, I think right now for raiding, our group is closed to people. So if you're looking to join a guild, I think we are literally at capacity for raiding. We cannot fit any people. Just a heads up. I know people are on yes. all the time. But we kind of we're full. Yeah, no harm, no shade. We just, we actually cannot bring any more people in right now. But so on Tuesday, we had eight evokers, I think, or maybe seven evokers. And I, and I, I jokingly, half not jokingly said, this is too many evokers. We need less evokers. And Persephone said, I can bring my hunter immediately. A hand, her hand shot like a, like a rocket. I, hunter. And then oh, I was like, no, like, bring what you want, like whatever you want to bring. Uh, I think my hunters, I can, I think I feel more comfortable on my hunter. And I was like, I mean, I don't, I'm like, yes, bring your hunter so I can get my loot. No fucking evoker loot drop. Fuck me. And she took all yours. <laughs> well, legitimately, the only one I cared about is what we're talking about right now. So that, that, okay. So first off, it's, it's, uh, in the adventure guide as very rare. It is best in slot for 
both BM and Marks, and it would be would have been like a 30 eye level upgrade of what I'm currently using, something like that. And, you know, obviously my Hunter has been the main the entire time. So we both rolled on it. She won it. She rolled like on a 97, and I rolled like a 12 or something like that. And she gets it, and then she says, and I quote, Wow, maybe I will have to make this my main instead of an alt. <laughs> I'm like, come on, no. And then, like, maybe I was a little too, like, angry last night about this, but then I, then I just, like, immediately was like, well, it better fucking be. <laughs> he said it b- before the rolls had even finished. <laughs> the rolls had not finished yet, and he said that. I was like, ooh, wait, here we Yeah, she well, was, I mean, I knew what was, was going to happen, and then it happened. It was afterwards, she was like, Oh, I guess maybe this'll be a main. And it was like it was like a dog stomp. Everyone started yes. coming in like, yeah, better be it, better be you got a lot of shit. There was like seven people <laughs> yelling at the same time. They're like, Well, yeah, <laughs> why wouldn't it be? <laughs> and the the chat in the bottom was also blowing up. It was crazy. And let me just say, like, all of that is one thing, but the part that really, really, like, grinded my gears is after she won it, and she was, like, looking at it, and she, like, equipped it, and then she's like, oh, I like this Mog. Should I keep the Mog of this one, or should I change it back to the Mog of my heroic Sylvanas bow? (laughs) She she was no tact, all salt in the wound, and I'm like, why would you say any of these words after you just won 12 pieces of loot? From a raid group, like... And also, like, I've not been very, like, subtle about this. I feel like I've told literally everyone and their mother that, like, I am very salty about the fact that I never got a Sylvanas bow through all of Shadowlands, even though I raided every fucking week on my Hunter. (laughs) It was a mess. And, like, part of it is, like, we wanted to have a hands-off approach to loot because hands-on approach always gave us so much drama, but now it's so funny that now the hands-off approach is giving us even more drama than a hands-on approach would have given us. It's the complete opposite of what used to happen, and I'm like, God damn it, we can never win this shit. Yeah, but like, whatever. I've calmed down quite a bit. I, I'll get a bow eventually. It can't possibly be as hard to get as the Sylvanas bow was because the drop rate of that was like quite literally less than 1%. And a lot of these very rare air quote things have uh, been dropping somewhat frequently. So I guess my only concern now is that I know that we're not going to go back and kill normal Razgath for a while. <laughs> I don't think that's true. But also, I will say that for the very rare drops, I have all three of the ones I could have obtained. I have both rings and I have, I can't even remember what the third one is, but I have it. Oh, the Incarnate Trinket. But Vegemite missed the kill. Palliath missed the kill. I think there may be a third person who missed the kill. So I, I think what our plan is going to be is do heroic probably as hard as high as we can. I'm guessing I'm guessing Senarth is gonna be where we fail because we historically <laughs> we all die at Senarth except for Vegemite who who is so focused he can't hit his B res button. And like I get it. He's he's in the zone. If he if he tries to find it, he will die. But put that button somewhere else, boy. Put it somewhere you can fucking find it, please. <laughs> Just, yeah, just put it somewhere where you can mouse over it. Just get someone up. <laughs> he always makes it through, but it's a nail-biter unnecessarily. Also, like, um, some someone, like, a person, not someone, said this during the raid that I think this might also be the case. That, like, it takes holy power, I believe, for him to be res oh. someone, and he needs holy power to stay alive. So he might die while trying to res someone. 
that's probably if that's the case, then that makes sense. I because like holy, but the fact that Paladin has a B res is still so new and baffling to me that I'm like, we we only have one res. Oh right, wait, Vegemite can res. That's weird. It's been an experience. I just, I just like the wherewithal of a person to not be like, maybe I, you know, I've gotten nine pieces of loot. Maybe I should give this tenth one to somebody. Okay, I've gotten ten pieces of loot. Maybe I, like, how do you keep? be deciding i'm gonna keep all of it to myself like you gotta so now but i i am glad this happened only because now going forward this precedent has been set mainly because some people from the other raid group from raid group one have been joining us on their alts uh one of them got a tear piece from us last week and i was mad on the other people's behalf but I guess they, the other people didn't care that much, so they didn't say anything. One of them was Lin. Like, he was the priest, and he lost the role to the Shadow Priest, of, the, of Rio Shadow Priest. And I'm like, isn't that kind of bullshit? That they can join our raid because theirs finished early, and then take some loot from us when we're trying to prog at a different time than them. You know what I mean? Like, they probably shouldn't be allowed to roll on shit primarily. Like, their vault is all that matters, you know? All I know is that Lynn and Cass can come and find me and fight me if they want. Yeah, I'm the bad guy here. I rolled on pants, got them. Next boss dropped some pants, and I rolled on those too. I I want to I want to feel what it feels like to be powerful. You got the pants and the trinket, right? You son of a I you did. son of a bitch. I got you son of I a got bitch. pants and trinket off of Razagath, and then when we killed Eggnog, I got his pants too. So. I, honestly, like, this sucks, obviously, but, like, this is what Blizzard fucking wants, right? Like, if they're if they're only making us use this loot system, they, A, either want guilds to have to go back to the old ways of, like, figuring out how to assign this shit, and that's bullshit, because I don't want to have to deal with that. Personal loot is by far the best option just make it tradable, and we are 100% good. How How is making personal loot tradable a worse alternative than what we have now? Where is, which is, roll on it if you need it, and trade it if you don't need it. Well, well, you shouldn't be trading it if you're rolling on it. Like, it doesn't make any sense. So, basically, I feel like what we had in Shadowlands was, like, ideal. It was almost ideal. It just needs to be tradable. Yeah, I was going to say that, but even if you do get a better version of it... Make it so that it's not soul-bound to you. Just make it B-O-E on, like, all equipment. The problem literally is just humans. It's humans not Finally, you say it. Let's get rid of them. Firebomb Stormwind, and let's put someone else there. Razika, no. The storm rises. Marjorie Green Taylor? Is that you? <laughs> Kill her. Oh, no. MTG. <laughs> It, it is Razagath Chris Jericho's wife? Razagath is canonically Chris Jericho's wife. Her last name is Jericho. Razagath Jericho. She, 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 during the raid, she said it. The walls of Jericho fall upon you, she shouted. You didn't see where she grabbed Palliath with her tiny little arms and put him in the walls? Which is funny because I think Palliath would actually, I think they would be buddies if that came, if it came down to it. <laughs> I was about to say, that's why Palliath didn't show up is he ran Razagath once and he was like, huh, she's saying a lot of smart things up there. <laughs> While we're on the topic of these type of things, I just have something I want to talk about that I've been meaning to talk about for a while, but I always forget. It's been very interesting having the name Immunization 
in World of Warcraft. I don't think I've really ever told either of you guys about this, but, like, the sheer number of, like, whispers or, like, comments I get from people about my name, especially, like, in a post-COVID world, it's, like, kind of astounding. Which is funny. Okay, so remind the people of how old this name is, in case, because, you know, maybe we have some new listeners. Wink, wink. I see you out there, folks. Yeah, so my holy priest is named Immunization, and I, I uh, back, I believe in 20... 15 yeah 2015 um it was like in the lead up to um legion i believe i was like well i'm gonna main a healer and raid and i already had a pandaren priest but i was like my hunter's already a pandaren i don't want to have like two pandarens so it was mainly for a race change to make it a drain eye but then I realized I also got a name change. So then I was just like, oh, I want to name my character something that has to do with healing or something like that. So we sat through and we looked through like various medical terms. Like, what could we use? What's a good name? You guys were on a real like medical scientific term kick that Vado salinity, just a lot of like fancy textbook words. And and then like I, I nabbed immunization and I'm like, it's kind of long. It looks kind of silly. Let's come back to it. We, we we tried immune. We tried immunize. And we, we couldn't get anything. I'm like, honestly, I think we like it. I think I like immunization. Like, try it on. See how you feel about it. Yeah, and then, honestly, it's become my whole, like, online moniker and persona, to be honest. And now you get hate whispers from people who think it's a COVID thing. When immunizations have been around <laughs> for so long now, they're not new to COVID, people. I know, just like the, like, I get whispers from people, like, a few of them are like, ha, well, some of them are like, ha ha, nice name, and I'm like, thanks, and then, um, it goes, after that, it goes one of two ways, they're either just like, yeah, um, public health, yay, good, or something like that, or some, or they're just like, <laughs> or they're just like, you should watch the pandemic documentary, and like, this is all a scam, COVID isn't real, and all vaccines are here to kill us. That's a real thing he got once. <laughs> Jesus I'm like, Christ. calm down. It's not that serious. Can you imagine if your name was Vaccination? It just happened to be oh Vaccination beforehand. You'd be fucking done. You'd be buried. Oh, right. It's so good. That also, that reminder reminded me. This is a little weird. We don't normally do this, but I do want to give a shout out. So this is a Proudmore based podcast or Proudmore's premier podcast. I don't do podcasts in a while in the world. So I was messing around at work, like I do, I'm playing WoW, and I was in the fight house. Uh, what, what do we call it now? We The Sanctum of... The Gladiator like... Sanctum. Yeah, I was in the Gladiator Sanctum. Do you love my, my PvP shit with my girl Malisha, former sexiest NPC of the week? Oh. Um, and there was a man there dueling... A, it, was a, it was a drag theater dueling a dwarf, a dwarf warrior, I think. And the, but they were talking in slash say while they were dueling. And what the drag theory whose name was Drazor, I think, was like, hey, I noticed you're not in the guild. This beats fire on him. And the warrior who's like <laughs> swinging his sword. Yeah, I'm not. And I was like, what the fuck's what the fuck's going on right now? And he was like, Well, I noticed that you're PvPing because <laughs> they were dueling. <laughs> and he was like, So if you want to join my guild, Chef's Kiss, maybe you could give me a consideration. And I'm watching, he's trying, so he's recruiting people by fighting them in the Sanctum. And I was like, hey, everybody, we have a loser leaves guild match. And 
we, people gathered around and we were talking and say as an audience, cheering them on. The warrior said, BRB, my cue popped. And he disappeared and it said, Drazor has won the duel. And I said, oh my god, guys, he beat him so hard, he fucking deleted his WoW account, holy shit. <laughs> when the crowd was like, whoa, they, they literally like, this bullshit, they, there were reactions. Drazor was like, what the fuck, man, you lost me a, cont- a potential guild member. Like, as if, like, I made him disconnect. And I'm like, no, oh, no, 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 he just DC'd, he just DC'd. Um, he came back, and but literally, like, I've, I've seen this man, he's doing a grassroots movement for his PvP guild on Proudmore. If you like PvP and you are on Proudmore, I am literally on my knees begging you to join Chef's Kiss. Join the PvP guild. They have 60 to 70 members online each night at 6 p.m. server, he states. They do RBGs, they do arenas, they do. I want to put an all in there. Because I, I, every day at 9.30, I see him in the pit advertising. And we are a grassroots podcast. We started that way. I want to give him props for doing this shit. It's awesome. It's, okay, first off, I have a few thoughts here. Um, <laughs> the concept of a PvP guild is very foreign to me. What do you guys do? Like, I know what you guys do. I mean, what do you guys I mean do? PvP, it's right there. It's a, They said it in the thing. They do probably battlegrounds. They probably do some world PvP. Clearly, they're hanging around the gladiator sanctum and just beating up dwarves. Also, the, so the sanctum is always pretty lit. Like I go in there sometimes to pick up my quest from Alicia and like, there's always something going on in there because there's also the training dummy. So like, there's that, but then like every time I've been in there, there's some kind of duel. I'm like, is this the new spot that people go to duel? Well, and it's also the only area I know where I can upgrade my, um, P- my mythic plus items with Valor. Is there a regular area to do that in? That's not the PVP pit because I go to that guy to upgrade my Valor ship. I just upgraded some of my shit for the first time earlier this week, and that's where I went as well. Um, that's actually the only place on the map that the guards uh, mark on your map when you ask for an item upgrade. So I assume so. That's probably why it's so packed all the time. But I just, it was just, it's, and you know what? I saw him in there today. I saw him in there the day before. Like he, that's what he does at this time. And I, I don't know. That's cool. Like I love shit like that where it's like he's not just spamming trade chat though. He spams the chat a fucking lot. But he's also in there, you know, fighting people for the right to join his guild. That's cool. That's dope. Now, that's my question is, do you think he would take some umbrage at you saying, hey, go join it based on words? It sounds like you need to get in the pit, get in the mosh pit with him for him to, like, see how good you are. (laughs) Do you think he'd be like, everyone's joining up and I didn't get a chance to punch him? (laughs) That's not how the system works. I guess you gotta ask them for permission. Tell them that Bai sent you. B-Y-E. No characters. Because whenever you post in trade chat, I'd be like, join this guild. I watch him delete a man's WoW account by dueling him. Great PvP guild. And he always go. He always sends me a little heart emoji back in the trade chat. That, that was a really fun story, though. <laughs> it was awesome. See, I, lo- I was eating my little salad at lunch break, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on in here? Speaking of what the fuck's going on, bro. What the fuck's going on? Tell me some stuff. Welcome back, lively listeners. I'm live on the plains of Onara, hunting down Tusk with my good friend, Ty Lee. Ty, you might know better than me why we just gotta kill the mammoths. The big rhino guys have horns. Aren't those just Tusks? LOL, funny that you say that. I'm actually a wildlife biologist IRL. Elephant tusks are made out of ivory, 
whereas the rhino horns are made out of carotene. Fun fact, that's the same stuff that feathers and hair are made out of. Well, that science fact is quite a trip, Ty. But this is a world of magical spells, and I'm bored of looking for elephants. Can't you enchanters work some kind of magic to transmogrify one thing into another? Help me out here. Hmm, can't say I've learned that one yet. Looks like you're out of luck for today. Beans and cheese. Well, I'm going to be out here blasting down mammoth babies for the next hour. I'll save you all the hassle and scoot you on back to part two of the show. So, thanks, Growl. We're back. And I just want to ask everyone, which do you find more scary, Noel or Trome? Trome? What the fuck's a Trome? You've see, you'll see I've sent you in host chat here a picture of both a Noel and a Trome. What frightens <laughs> you more? Oh, oh, no. Oh, God. Okay, so for the listeners, I will best describe this as there's a little tiny blue troll that is like a troll head on a gnome body, and it's blue, and it's labeled as a knoll. Uh, I will describe the knoll body as looking very Chucky the Doll adjacent. <laughs> and then next to it, we have a tall, er, like, very creepy looking, it looks kind of like a human-esque body hunched over... Um, with a <laughs> with a gnome head, very scary. Uh, it's called a trome, and I w- I kind of describe this as looking like a Attack on Titan esque. You know what's funny? I actually think that the gnoll, the troll gnome, is scarier than the troll than the gnome troll, the trome. I think I've seen the trome on the subway and the L in Chicago before. Uh, I've never <laughs> seen the gnoll before, <laughs> so I'm gonna go with the gnoll. We'll post a picture on Twitter for this if you guys kind of catch up with the, what are they fucking talking about. <laughs> you, know, you know, I have been parking in the parking garage at work and I see the trome coming around. And I'm like, <laughs> but I mean, he deserves his rights. He parked in this parking structure just like me. Thanks. Thanks for that, Aaron. <laughs> NP, no problem. But um, just as a quick PSA for our listeners and for you two, um, if you are interested in uh, getting some quick uh, profession leveling in, I'm talking both artifact knowledge and skill points, leveling it up. I'm sorry, you said artifact knowledge, the forbidden words of Legion, (laughs) a.k. profession knowledge. Oh, they're they're all feel the same to me. Wow, we really are old heads now, anyways. Um, you can do like two, like uh, two quick quests in in there. There's also one for cooking and fishing and all that. So um, once per fair, I believe you can go in there and get uh, three knowledge points and three levels. Yeah. By this point, if you're doing professions, you know how fucking hard it is to get knowledge points for your uh, your little trees there. So go do this shit. It's super fucking easy. I oh, it's it's honestly been really fucking nice because I have been I've been needing these. And I don't know if, like, for your professions, you need to, like, purchase some mats to do things. But, like, for tailoring, I need to buy some dyes and some cloth and things. And there actually is a vendor in Goldshire right outside the portal there that sells all of the mats I need for my quests. Um, I would recommend if you are a leather worker, do not use the vendors. Go to the auction house. 
buy my shiny baubles at the price of two gold, which are <laughs> well over the market price that it costs, and just buy them is like this, everybody is this else inside is. Trading? Like everybody is this else shit is. That they that they got Yugi, <laughs> Yugi, that they got the Sonic guy for. Listen, it's legal because it's convenient. Sometimes you don't want to have to go find a vendor, and you just want to buy 250 shiny fishing baubles that I may or may not have already sold for gold. <laughs> wow, you have so many different side hustles this expansion. I really do. I have figured out a similar one to the Crushing the Legion Medallion that I literally will not tell you about because I don't want you to encroach on my market that's already fucking crumbling because these asshats don't know how to fucking stop cutting. If we, I almost want to send them letters, but I know if I send them letters, they're only going to undercut harder. That's what I do. But I'm like, if we just work together, we can all make 8K instead of 4K. Why are you? This is literally some gangland shit. <laughs> I got to send them a message. I got to give them a pumpkin head real quick. We could have all made money as you're like choking their ethernet cord. Gamer goddess, if you're listening to this podcast, you are the reason this market is crashing. You have ruined the faded fortune cookie recipe market that oh. I will not ruin. I thought you were praying to the gamer goddess like you were going to put in a quick hit via prayer on someone. Okay, well, but that's what the market said. Who cares? So so there's faded fortune cards that, like, scribes can make. Um, I buy 50 of them at a time because I think they're fun. And, and they're, they sometimes they have a faded fortune cookie recipe in them that I think every single fucking spec in class wants to use as their main food in M plus or in another content. Um, the recipe was selling for nine K buying 50 cards to get this recipe only cost me two and a half K. So I have bought maybe probably 5,000 faded cards by now. And every 50 cards I open, I get between one to five recipes. I sold 100K of these recipes in the matter of five minutes after opening them for two and a half K. But Gamer Goddess crashed the market and now it's all falling apart. <laughs> you know how Aaron thought that you were making a prayer to the Gamer Goddess? I thought you were cutting a promo like that one old WWF <laughs> moment, like <laughs> Slidewistle versus Gamer Goddess. That's basic. Fuck you, Gamer Goddess. You ruined this shit for everybody. But I guess there's another quick PSA to keep it on uh, quick and short PSAs here. There's also a uh, Draenor Time Walking that's back, which, uh, you know, our personal favorite as Draenor Darlings. Yeah, people who started in Draenor are the best. Very true. Now, have you guys been running into a problem where it's taking forever to actually get into them? I, people, it still takes me like 30 minutes of waiting to get Whoa. into these things. Mine the other day took me 12. I couldn't even finish the weekly where you have to do five of them on the first day before raid. And I tried really hard, but just I wasn't getting into the dungeons. And I was like, surely this can't be a thing that is happening for everyone. That's crazy. Um, So my work breaks are at 9 and 11 and 2. So I was able to do two of my dungeons on those breaks. I got into one immediately at 9, and then at 11, I got into one immediately, and then my dumbass queued for a no fucking heroic regular Dragonflight dungeon, landed in a fucking Nakoon, and I'm like, fuck me, why the fuck did I do this? So I, I got into two immediately. I, I got home that Tuesday, at about 3, 
for, and I got into one immediately again, and this tank was, this tank pulled the entire dungeon. Like, I'm talking the entire slag mine dungeon. Every mob in there was in one pull. It was insane. We killed it immediately in three minutes, and then we queued for two more with this guy, and I got it done immediately. So I guess I'm, maybe I got lucky, and I met the cutoff, like, right before maybe this problem happened. That's what I'm always hoping for whenever, like, because, like, I've not had that luck. I think uh, I think Slide actually just got lucky this week, and I think I maybe I had the more average one, and Aaron had the bad luck. Like, my, my queues took, like, ten minutes. Every time after after one, I hope that somebody tries to requeue, and it never happens like that for me. Listen, and, the, and this is being honest. This sounds like something some like a like fucking inspirational coach would tell you, but you have to do it yourself. If you hit that button, people are gonna be lazy. They're gonna be like, oh, because nobody knows who's pressing it. They don't know if it's the healer, if it's the tank, or the DPS. If you hit it right after, people are so apt to just press yes to make their queue faster. They will not care. Try it. Trust me. Just try it. <laughs> be the recuer you wish to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Be the recuer you want to save your time if you can get into one in the first place. 30 minutes is a crazy long time. You must have gotten really every unlucky. Every single time. Yeah. I, I almost was like, because I don't have my little green flag clicked, where it's like, I know this dungeon and I can show people around. So I'm like, do you think it'll make it faster if I click the green flag? Okay, my green flag is clicked. Is your green flag clicked? I don't know that that's a thing. So you can click a green flag that indicates you as the big, the dark orange man that will make you, like, when you type, you're the raid, you're the party leader. Is that what it calls you? The instance leader? Where, like, yeah. you can do raid warnings. Um, I had that clicked immediately because I'm like, I don't fucking care. I don't say anything anyway. No, that's a lie. I talk all the time in these things. I talk way too much to these things like I do in real life. <laughs> I was about to say, Slide, I don't know that you can go around calling people big orange men. <laughs> <laughs> That's not exactly tasteful in 2023. <laughs> this is a year of change. So honestly, Aaron, that, that might be the difference because Immune's average sounds pretty light. So he, I'm assuming you either do have it clicked and you don't know it. Or you don't have it clicked, or you got, or you got real lucky. Aaron, yours sounds so unlucky that you should press that button no matter what. I think just hit it and see what happens. Wait, so have you finished it since, or have you not finished it yes, at all? Yes, yes, <clears throat> I have finished it since. I got a nice ring. I finally managed to replace my blue level ring. What was the eye level? Uh, 402, 405, Wait, I think. wait, wait. So you got either a seal of filial duty or you got the other fire damage one, right? I have both of them, actually, now. Through my adventures, I have both of them. That's crazy. Okay, so I, and my Drakthir, I got the seal of filial duty, which is one of the very... So both fire rings are the very rare rings that can drop from the raid. The very oh, rare well. rings. <laughs> I got them. <laughs> and the, and the, so so uh, this was crazy. Um, so it says it's supposed to be three what three eighty nine loot, but the the very rare items, the trinkets, the the incarnate trinket, and the rings drop at four oh five levels. The seals four oh five. The Aranog ring is three nine five, and the incarnate trinket I believe is also three nine five. I wonder if Razagat's bow could drop in this. I haven't finished my quest yet. I actually, yes. I mean, I mean, if I got the rings that were very rare, and Aaron got the ring that was very rare. Wait, I thought you, I thought you got the whispering incarnate trinket. Did I? I, 
I thought uh, maybe I got the very rare ring from my vault. But I just know I do have whispering. I do have whispering trinket, and I have both rings, and I got the from Razagath this other trinket that's supposed to be very good. So that's what I'm saying. How very rare could these things be? I think that they're indicated as quote unquote very rare in that when they can drop from the raid loot, only one of them will drop and not two of them. I think that's what the very rare indicates. So I think when you go and do it as a solo human being, it's the same odds as everything else. That's that's what I'm thinking right now. Because I saw this one like funny shitpost tweet the other day where it was a picture of like uh, Whispers of Incarnate. That's a trinket where you have to be like with a DPS and a tank and f- if you're a healer, right? Not anymore. They changed it now to where uh, it's not party successful anymore. If, if you're in a raid, everyone can have it. But yeah. Oh, well, that, that's that's a good change. Anyways, um... <laughs> they they just posted a screenshot of it and it said very like you know of the of the of the um adventure guide of like the loop table and said very rare they crossed out very rare and then wrote um somehow every motherfucker I inspect has this thing. <laughs> I think it's gotta be only one drops from a raid at a time. I think that's what it means. I think that's what their definition is. They I like for the most part what they the changes they made except for the fucking the. Ah, fuck the group loot. It's so shit. So, I'm telling... Okay, everybody run bow watch now. Now now that we've talked about it, everybody put your hands to the sky. Give your spirit energy to immune. You will get the bow. Say it. Say it out loud right now. Well, I can't say it. You will get the bow. You will get the bow. Um, You will get the bow. (laughs) Everyone say it with us. You will. You will the bow. They get it. Okay. Well, honestly, it might be my own like misfortune or hubris because like in like weeks week zero, you know, like when it was just mythic zeros, I got every single fucking bow that was possible to drop from those mythic zeros somehow. My own misfortune or hubris would be the best punk scene name for a band I've ever heard of in my life. If they are not at least on stage three at Riot Fest, we as a society have failed. Now, would it be Slash or Or? It has to be Or, I feel like. Or makes it so good. It's one or the other. Can't be both. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not sure which one it is, so it's Or. (laughs) (sighs) Okay, what do you guys think? Mr. GM posts a lot of bullshit on Twitter, and this isn't even a feud. I'm not <laughs> feuding with Mr. GM, but he posts a lot of bullshit. I've never forgiven him for human shamans. I felt like a real yes. goofus because I trusted him on that one. That's the thing. Okay, so like he posted a video. Mr. GM, if you don't know who Mr. GM is, he's a, he's a wild content creator on Twitter. I'm assuming he makes And he soon makes he'll videos. be a father. He'll be a uh, mother. Wow, you know more than I do. You're in the Mr. GM-averse. I, I just see him a lot. So he he posted a thing that said that they found data mine files of the Drek'thir having lines for I don't have enough rage and I don't have enough focus, which would mean a warrior and a hunter like classes for them. But he also posted the human shaman thing. So like part of me thinks, and this is gonna sound bad, he's not above making up shit. Okay, so so the kids these days, the Zoomers, right? No, the no the Gen Alphas. They have this thing where someone would be like, "I call the ghost at three in the morning on YouTube, and the ghost answered." And it'd be a thirty-minute video of this person pretending to be chased by a ghost, 
Is Mr. GM a... Is he above posting fake content for clicks? Because this video has like 70k views on YouTube. It's money. It's YouTube money. <laughs> Mercedes Playing Monday. my Drakthir warrior at 3am. <laughs> oh my, what's that? Oh, oh, look at the login screen. Look at the login screen. Disintegrate. Disintegrate. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Now... Okay, so I now the only reason I say this is because yes, I I think it'd be it'd make a lot of sense for the Drekthir to learn to be other classes, but his video is stating this is gonna be ten point two or ten point five. Is that what he said? He said as early as ten point oh point seven. Okay, now okay now I, then I got to thinking about this right about how your trees work, your spec tree and your class tree, or your race tree and your class tree. Because you have two of the of the talent trees, right? What are those called? Well, first off, those are class specific, though, not race specific. Okay, so this is where one of my problems is. So you're telling me that a Drakthir will be able to be a warrior, but the Drakthir won't be able to use a single dragon ability. They won't be able to deep breath. They won't be able to because deep breath is on the other tree. It's not on like the devastation tree. It's on. Yeah, the, it's that's, on the, that's it's, true. Like it wouldn't make any. It would. It would be weird that okay, you're gonna be a dragon, but you can't do any single thing dragon available except for through your little wing. Well, so I was gonna say like, what are the things that are Drakthir racials? That's just like soar, right? Can is hover? Or well, no? soar, hover, tail swipe, a, a lot of their interrupts. Anytime they wiggle a part of their body, I feel like that's base kit. But yeah, like. Gl shooting fire globs out of their mouth disintegrate they wouldn't do that that's an evoker thing. yeah so like that's that's devastation the the globs and the beam um but like everything else okay but so like and then if blizzard decides to keep the hover and the deep breath stun the deep breath if they decide to keep that shit up as a part of the kit wouldn't that just make every single class superior on a drag fear a warrior who can use hover is disgusting a priest that could use hover is disgusting like there's so many things that would make it so unfair why would you play anything else no so that's why i think like if they did go through with this it would only be the racials that carry over that's it so like what are the only things that would cover like as as an evoker main what are the racials just to drag fear the racials are sore but you can fly anywhere you can basically quote unquote dragon. You can do a neuter dragon ride anywhere. You can do tail whip. But again, tail tail whip. Okay, so the problem is I have a hard time discerning what is baseline and what is a part of my my uh fear kit because I for me they're all tied together. They're all they're all tied in a nice little bow. But imagine playing a fear that didn't have some of those things. It's weird that they would like unlearn their their like ability. I don't know. It just seems. They would have to make almost entirely new talent trees up, which is what I guess they would have to do to make it make sense. But it's just, I don't know. It seems like a weird, scary thing. Now that, now that I'm really, like, thinking about it, you know? Now I'm throwing this into the ether. What if they weren't even lizards? What if they were like, only the civilized elves can do this? Honestly, that would make more sense. But it'd be weird, but it'd make more mm. sense. Like, it'd be weird to be like, this Drakthir can't turn into a dragon. Oh. But I guess just just do the thing where it's like, you log in and it's just like, just to let you know, 
choosing this one forfeits your dragon powers. And then like the player has to be like, I understand. I just want to be a beautiful scale man who can shoot a gun. That's got to be it, dude. You, I think you nailed it because there's probably... Okay, so similar to how we gave up our artifact weapons to cleanse the sword of Sargeras instead of Azeroth, the direct theory going to have... You can give up your dragon form and become your visage form as long as you do this. Or like how all of the... The dragon aspects gave up their aspects powers to take down Deathwing. They could be like, we are giving up our dragon king of evoker powers to become Michelle, Michelle Visage, you know? What a trade all <laughs> that is. <laughs> you can trade in all of your powers that you've had for 10 zillion years for one shooty boy. And they're like, oh, give me a fucking gun. How cool is this thing? Give me a gun. <laughs> You you can also harness the elements and have two hunting friends. Who the fuck needs those? I have a gun. <sighs> I just clicked it. I, I knew this was going to happen. Vince McMahon might come back. <laughs> I I knew this was on the wind. <laughs> and obviously, this man can't do anything at home. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Smurf for posting this in our wrestling chat and Discord, which you can join by going to donotrelent.com. A lot of times when talking about people they don't like, it's like, oh, I bet they're just sitting at home, like grinding their teeth, stomping their heels. That is all my man Vince has been doing for like the past four months. The moment they got him away from the office, he's just been sitting there. He never even took his clothes off. Shoes still on. Just going, when can they let me back? When's this all going to blow over? I heard a scary theory that he could easily start up his own wrestling company because why would there be a contract against him doing so? Because no one would think he would do that. Imagine Vince being like, this is now the E-E-W and having his own show on like some random cable network. Like, like that's a possibility. Like, he can do whatever he wants to. This is scary times, folks. Yeah, who, yeah, who, who are you going to... Are you going to say no to Vince? He is Mr. Wrestling. Right, exactly. He despite the fact so that money. he's like evil. Sorry, sorry, non-wrestling fans, but this is what you get when you listen to us when we're drunk, baby. And if you want to hear us more drunk, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash do not relent. We're celebrating our one year anniversary as I do an episode of the real finger spin on the top rope. Yeah, check it out. We get drunker. After this episode, we're going to be getting drunker and messier and spinning the wheel to hear what the topics our Patreons, our patrons have submitted for us to talk about. And now it's time for a top two bottom boot <laughs> but mini boot. Before, <laughs> yeah, before we go and end the thing, let's do the final segment. It's the first time we ever did our promos before <laughs> top two bottom boot medium moot. Immune, <laughs> what's your top two bottom boot medium moot? I have a good guess. You know, like, season five is all about us wanting to cut promos, apparently. <laughs> And this, this, uh, you know, I'm gonna swerve y'all right now, and I don't want to incite any more anger about this bow thing. I feel like I just need to be positive about it. That's obviously a bottom boot, that whole scenario that we talked about earlier, but I have a second bottom boot that I was originally planning on talking about before <laughs> that raid happened. <laughs> don't worry, I have something else that's bad happening. Yeah, um, and this is just me being dramatic, but have you guys ever done... Um, okay, so I, I was noticing that my rep with the, um, the, oh no, the, with the, um, fuck, what are they called? The centaurs, the... The Morukai. Mor Morukai centaur, okay, yeah, it was lower than my other ones. 
Okay, oh, okay, Slide is yelling from the bathroom right now saying, selling, uh, saying, uh, Maruk. Anyways. Maruk. Yes. Okay, yes, the Maruk. <laughs> Maruk. Jesus, I already said that. Maruk, Maruk. As it's just echoing around your house, bouncing off the porcelain. Maruk! Yeah, so, um, I, I realized... This is going to be another thing where literally every fucking listener is going to be like, yeah, Mew, and we fucking know. We've been doing this since day one. I did not realize that there are dailies with a set tribe, like, oh, in the middle no. of the <laughs> Baby boy. Yeah, the, the, the Ayuk tribe. Is it always the same tribe, or does it change? They phrase it to seem like it's a different tribe. Like, it's like, different ones will be wandering through. But it is always, like, the Ayuk or the Alec tribe however you pronounce it when i visit it's just they go to one of three different campsites yeah so um i started doing those dailies are they are they daily they're dailies right they are weird they're like every four dailies like every so often they will move spots okay well i did them for the first time and my my real bottom boot here is there's one quest in particular that pissed me the fuck off the most angry i've been at a wow quest in a very Ooh, long go time go off go off king and um it is this one where you have these river otters and you have to yeah. like corral them <laughs> yes and i'm just like what the fuck is this blizzard like first off like they give you some kind of extra action button that is still supposed to be like once you once you find one and i believe you're riding it you have this one extra action button that's supposed to be like oh stabilize the otter because like they'll randomly just start like spazzing out and running around in circles or not even just like in circles like they'll straight up like turn around and start like gunning it in the opposite direction of where you need to go and i'm like what the fuck and this happens approximately every four seconds when your extra action button to study them is only every seven seconds so this was the most miserable time in my life because you not only had to corral one river otter not two i believe it was like four or five maybe three but like it's what three of them way too fucking many if it is that hard to do yeah they implemented a system which is weird you would think like oh i'm good to just spam the calm down button but if you spam it too much, then, yeah, the otter no longer listens to you and starts going back. So you have to very methodically, like, plant. You have to wait for it to get upset before you calm it down. Otherwise, it's going to take two to three times longer. And sometimes, they're, like, in quests like this, there's, like, uh, some bar about, like, whether, like, the otter's angry or something. But, no, it's, it's just vibes here, apparently. Vibes are important. <laughs> I always hate when that one comes up because, yeah, even though I know exactly what to do, like when to hit the button, it's just going to be like, also, you have to find where they even are. And sometimes if other people are in the area, they steal your otters and it's like, oopsie doopsie, this is going to take four times as long now because there's a very few amount of otters. Yeah, so so that was my uh, bottom boot of this week. Uh, I actually got very angry at that. So, <laughs> um, slide whistle. What is your TTBVMF? I got myself a big fat top two this week. Top two, two two. Uh, my top two is I am so close to max renown with the Tuscara Iscara. I'm twenty eight and a half to 30 it's weird i didn't realize that the tuscar and ooh, is it the valdraken two of them are 30 and two of them are 25 
Isn't that weird? Or or does it matter on which your professions are? Does that change at all? I don't think so. I do think it's random, or not random, but like they're specific ones. Because I was looking at the achievements, and yeah, for Dragon Scale Expedition, it's like, congratulations, max 25. And then I saw a Val Draken Accord and or and the Iskara was, yeah, you're 30. So I wonder if those people just have more things to offer. They're like, we got to give them more levels. Whereas you you really, you run out of stuff to do with Dragon Scale Expedition pretty quick. So it's like, eh, just give them 20. Yeah, because I guess they don't have like a soup event. Because like, I mean, the soup gives you 500 rep every, every single time you do it. Um, I'm 28. I got my sleds at 26. The sledding quest was so cool. They were like, yeah, go to this random iceberg. And I'm like, what do you mean a random iceberg? What are we talking about? And there's like a fully fledged, fully alive island iceberg just filled with little Tuscar kids that are like, our parents don't love us. So we come here and we play and we're bad. <laughs> and I'm like, hello? And, they, and they're just sledding. You can throw snowballs at them. They'll throw them at you. They all have that fucking Demutron Debbie voice. <laughs> hey, stop it. Brain blast. The sledding toys are so fucking awesome. Uh, Aaron saw them. Aaron, you were riding around my sled before some of our I was, and then, and then you kicked me off, and I was like, harsh vibes, bud. Well, so I was hoping that, I, so like, I can pull you, and then there's one where I can be the sled. And so I was hoping I could pull you on the sled while I was pulling you, but it wouldn't let me do that. But it's it's awesome, and once I hit 30 with, like, 30 renown with them, I don't know what I'm gonna do, because I'm like, I have literally no reason to be in a scar anymore. I'm I'm maxed rep. You know what I mean? You gotta change your Hearthstone unless there are like Paragon bags for each that we just don't know about. I would imagine there is if if the weekly, uh, two of the weeklies give you experience with each. I would imagine there's still extra stuff to get even when you're done. Yeah, that's interesting. But like, I haven't heard, a, I haven't seen or heard a single thing about Paragon bags. I think those normally come a little later. I feel like, right? I I I feel like in Legion you you got them like afterwards. But maybe I'm wrong. I don't remember. Legion and BFA they came out in a point one patch. Shadowlands they were always mm, there. Yeah. I think it's just, but gaining max rep with the people it was like time gated so maybe that was the thing well mm. by next episode we'll have an answer to that because i'm probably gonna hit 29 by this week i don't think i can hit 30 unless i time i mean it's dark moon fair so i can time all my fucking pots with the suit people but who knows what about you aaron what's your top two bottom boot medium boot well i too have a big old top two this week two two through very lackluster adventuring and helping him out week after week with his 17,000 quests. I am now best friends with my hot dragon daddy, Rathion. Ooh, besties. That's why you yucked the civilian thing, huh? Because you're like, ah, oh, I'm maxed with my friend Rathion. Well, and also just, yeah, I yucked when Lynn was best friends with Sibelian because he had some real old fogey takes on who should lead. And I was like... You're just not hip. You're not with the times. Like me, my best guy, Rathion, who now that we're best friends, he gave me a cool title, and I said, I will never turn a key into you ever again. Sorry, Honestly, buddy. Honestly, 
Yeah, like, I'm kind of jealous. I've started doing dailies over there, and there's just so many fucking quests over there there's all so the time. So many. <laughs> so much to do. And because so much of it is, like, kill a thousand things, there's always Horde there. It's always a fight for my life over there. And then it was there was a primal storm yesterday, too, so I was like, oh, I'm choking. I can't do nothing. Yeah, but congratulations. Um... Did you get, like, a mount or something from this, too, or no? No, I don't think so. Maybe there's a random chance. The only thing that I got was obviously an achievable and a title, which I want to say is, like, Agent of the Black Dragonflight or something like that. Agent of the Black Prince. So are you going to work on getting Sibelian to Max next, or no? I will, if only just because you get friend of... I'm trying to think what it is. It's like Soldier of the Black Rebellion, I think is his, which sounds neat, but it's stuff that to do cool. while I'm over there. Dude, and that's what's so great. There's so much to do. Like, I could go any of those O3 factions, and I have so much work to put into them. Like, it's dope. Speaking of putting in work, these lovely folks have put in the work and help us keep our show afloat. We're talking about Command Sergeant Major Tajurla, fourth host of the podcast, Your Monkey, Ahoy Events, NSYNC slash Drag Race, Azarin, Mitch, who wants to wish the DNR me a happy holidays and remind them that Rathion isn't daddy, he's a literal child, and my best friend. Crucifix, Cardike, Saracen Hawk, Adorno 2K23, Gershom, Hoax, asking Gralina to say, For the Horde. Vanderlyle, generational talent, and the excellence of execution, smurf debased god. Slide Whistle says, Fuck Craig! Digital Dave! And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's fallen father. With that, we're out of here. Join our Patreon at patreon.com slash do not relent. If you guys want to send us any emails, any complaints, any reviews of the Guild Chef's Kiss, send them to do not run that pod at gmail.com or send me a personal picture of you rubbing a fish at navarracoffin at gmail.com. What about you guys? Where can they find you on the internet for WoW's number two podcast in the world? Sorry, I was still caught off guard thinking about, like, people rubbing fish, but you can find me, Alex, or Immunization on Twitter at New Era Alex. You could follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at Do Not Relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at TheBigAcheesy on Twitter.com. Read the show's literary musings at DoNotRelent.LiveJournal.com. And watch me play Vigigrams and do other stuff at twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. I'll do anything, but I won't rub a fish. It's bullshit, man. Come on. Rub a fish. I don't want to give people their fetish content. Fishish content. <laughs> Disgusting. And remember, another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.